Radio Network, radio for your soul. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Welcome this week to We Sing Our Faith. This weekend is um, that fourth Sunday of Lent, and how are we all doing? Um, Yesterday, uh, on Friday, we celebrated St. Patrick's Day, and it was funny to me how many places were looking for that dispensation to eat that corned beef and cabbage and party a little bit on a Friday in Lent, and it kind of reminded me of the Uh, conversation that I was having when I was writing the book Savior and Sustenance about fasting and like how do we properly dispose ourselves for fasting but I have to tell you it was actually kind of neat on Friday to be able to do an extra holy hour and to take that time of Jesus in front of me just looking at him and then preparing myself to say yes I know that in our diocese here in Phoenix we were given dispensation But again, it does come with that little extra thing that we're supposed to do that if we decide to indulge and eat that meat on a Friday, that during the day prior, um, during that, that day, we are supposed to do some act of charity, some act of penance. And it was actually kind of funny how <laughs> what I chose as this act of something more beautiful to do was to just be with our Lord. So then it was like, okay, so now I got an extra hour with Jesus in adoration. So does that really mean penance? Not really. So, I mean, I feel like I had the best of both worlds to have that extra hour with Jesus in adoration and then to uh, celebrate a beautiful dinner celebrating St. Patrick. The other cool thing on St. Patrick's Day in my family is we celebrate our baptism anniversaries and my husband kurt was baptized on saint patrick's day so that was a that was a double whammy celebration so that was really quite fun and so i want to start the program today with a saint patrick's song and uh, and then we're going to move into this beautiful fourth sunday weekend of lent but to begin our program today from sarah hart one of the wonderful composers with ocp her beautiful rendition of the prayer the breastplate of saint patrick
you, Sarah. Thank you for the beautiful way in which you approach that. I mean, it's such a great prayer, and there's so many different ways that we pray these prayers of our faith. But there's just something lovely about this lady's way of approaching music, the lyric, and then, of course, her lilting, beautiful voice. So thank you again, Sarah. Now, as we go into the uh, the program, there's a lot going on this weekend, obviously, in the readings of the the man born blind. And But if we back up to the Old Testament reading where um, where they were going to choose the one to be anointed, and all of the brothers were there. And of course, it ended up being David, the youngest, the smallest, the most um, thought of as far as, you know, the least in the group. Why would it be him? So they didn't even bring him for a consideration. And I think between the Old Testament reading that, of course, we find from that uh, uh, first book of uh, Samuel, chapter 16, Um, we begin to have a glimpse, I think, that sometimes as we look at things, we're not going to see them the same way that God wants us to see them. You know, we have our vision of the way things look and then the way that things actually are. And sometimes we can find this anxiety in it. You know, there's an anxiety of, um, I want to see you, God. I want to serve you, God. I want to, you know, see the things that you want to see in my life. And we can get this anxiety. So um, the perfect song to continue with today along these lines is looking for that peace of God as we try to see the things that he wants us to see. And now when we see them, do them in our lives. And so from Liz Owen, it is the perfect song to start off this part of the focus for us today and her beautiful song, Peace I Leave With You. We make our way in the darkness Seeking the lost and afraid Where will the light begin? As we question, you say, peace I live with you, peace I give to you, I do not give as the
you, Liz. Thank you. Now, before we go any further into the music today, I want to share the gospel reading, and I'm going to take the shorter version. So John chapter 9, uh, verses 1, 6 through 9, 13, 17, and 34, 38. This is what we're going to hear this weekend. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. He spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva and smeared the clay on his eyes and said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. So he went and washed and came back able to see. His neighbors and those who had seen him earlier as a beggar said, isn't this the one who used to sit and beg? Some said it is, but others said, no, he just looks like him. He said, I am. They brought the one who was once blind to the Pharisees. Now Jesus had made clay and opened his eyes on a Sabbath. So then the Pharisees also asked him how he was able to see. He said to them, he put clay on my eyes and I washed and now I can see. So some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others said, how can a sinful man do such things? And there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, What do you have to say about him, since he opened your eyes? He said, He is a prophet. They answered and said to him, You were born totally in sin, and you were trying to teach us? Then they threw him out. When Jesus heard that they had thrown him out, he found him and said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered and said, Who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and the one speaking with you is he. He said, I do believe, Lord, and he worshipped him. It is an amazing thing that, you know, what we see in in this gospel, that, you know, instead of just accepting the gift, and I mean it for the 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 Pharisees that were looking in on this, the people that would or wouldn't believe. And in many ways, we in our own life are given these phenomenal gifts of grace and healing in the presence of God in our life. And do we even see it? I mean, do we even see that it's him who is manifesting these incredible graces in our lives? And we need to beg God to open our eyes to see him, just as that man who's standing there talking to him at the end, and he says, you know, who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? And Jesus said, you have seen him. He's the one speaking with you. Um, Dear God, please open our eyes, each and every one of us, that we might see you and know that it is you who is working these beautiful things in our life to bring us ultimately to this closer relationship with you. And as I say that, we need to go to Jesse Manabusen and his beautiful, beautiful song, Open My Eyes. Open my eyes, Lord. Help me to see your face. Open my eyes, Lord. Help me to see. Open my ears, Lord, help me to hear your voice. Open my ears, Lord, help me to hear. And the first 
Jesse, thank you so much for the beauty of that song. Um, yeah, I mean, a little on the nose maybe, but <laughs> it's like the perfect one for what we're sharing about today. And of course, Jesse is another one of those um, OCP artists whose music we find in our hymnals. So perhaps you'll even sing that song this weekend. Now, as we go further into the program today and this idea that, you know, maybe the ones um, who seem the smallest are the least chosen in the world, in the eyes of the world. And yet God calls each and every one of us, right? Um, how do we hear him? You know, in this time in the world where it's so loud and boisterous and busy and just, you know, how do we quiet ourselves to listen? Um, and do we even believe that is God calling us when we seem to be so unworthy or small in the eyes of the world? Well, there was a song that I wrote many, many years ago, and it was along these lines of, of hearing God speak, but we've got to quiet out the noise of the world and then just hear those whispers, right? We need to hear him speaking into our life so that the eyes of our heart might be open, the eyes of our um, doubt might be open, and, uh, and to realize that what he is offering us to open our eyes to his presence in our life is the most amazing thing. That when our eyes are open to what he wants us to do, our lives are going to change. But it comes first in that being quiet. To quiet ourselves and this time of Lent offers us that opportunity. And as I said, we're on this fourth Sunday of Lent weekend. How are we doing? Are we taking that quiet time? And so I want to take a few moments now to sing to you my song, Whispers, and then we're going to come right back.
If you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I am your host, Catholic recording artist, author, and mission presenter, Julie Carrick. It is always such a privilege to spend this time with you each and every week. And for information about all of the artists whose music and ministry we share, please visit that website, wesingourfaith.org, wesingourfaith.org. And there you're going to find links to all of the artists like Liz Owen and Sarah Hart, Jesse Manabusen, me, your host, Julie Carrick, and others who share their faith through their music and ministry. And I have to say, you know, being home this week, um, I just flew in in time for St. Patrick's Day from Germany, where I had served the military uh, community there of Stuttgart, as I mentioned last week, um, you know, doing the program from there. And it was just the most amazing thing as I finished um, all of the retreats and the, the women's conference and to see people who are so in love with the Lord and in many ways having to really fight for their place. You know, when it's a shared chapel, um, it is not the easiest thing to do to have that Catholic presence there on a regular basis without having to fight for it. And so as we continue in our Lenten journey, I'm going to ask that you would pray with me for the military chapels throughout our world so that those who are Catholic can continue to stand strong for their right to be able to have the Mass and an adoration chapel, or at, at minimum, a Eucharist um, chapel of repose with the tabernacle and everything. It's just amazing to me. Um, now, as we continue along this journey today on hearing 
God speak to us in that quiet so that our eyes might be opened to see him. And then as the, uh, as the man who was, you know, recovered of his sight and as he, you know, as he said, I do believe Lord, that last line was then, and he worshiped him, you know, to be able to have that belief in God and who he says he is and the beauty of who he says he is reminds us that he truly is our savior, that he has come here not only to open our eyes, but to open our hearts so that we can rely on him as we make our way through this life toward that beautiful time of salvation with our Lord once we go to meet him when we have closed our eyes in death. And this is just drawing me right now to a beautiful song from Chris Mulia. And it is his song, Can I Be Saved? Wow. You know, when I think of that phrase in that beautiful old hymn, Amazing Grace, right? I once was blind, but now I see. I once was blind, but now I see. You know, each one of us is called to acknowledge the amazing grace of God, to know that Jesus Christ has come to be our Savior. This time of Lent, as we grow closer toward that incredible Passion Sunday and Holy Week, and we're going to watch this incredible gift of love unfold, I think each one of us can ask that question, can I be saved? Am I willing to even accept the gift? So, from Chris Mulia, Can I Be Saved?
Thank you, this incredible voice of an incredible Catholic man. And I'm, I'm just so grateful at how many of these wonderful people allow their music to be shared completely gratis for all of us listening on We Sing Our Faith. So thank you to all of the artists whose music we share. And speaking along those lines, I want to go to Adam Yubowski next. He and his wife, Lori, are the wonderful duo known as Out of Darkness. And how perfect on a day where we are looking at the readings of coming out of that darkness of blindness, coming out of the darkness of that, um, you know, those ideas that when we looked in that, in that Samuel reading, how all of the sons were being presented and there was no thought of David, you know, you're, you're too little to do anything. You're too unimportant. And yet he was the one that God had chosen. You know, there was like almost a bondage there of, of a, like we do to ourselves. I can't possibly serve God because I'm not good enough. You know, in the eyes of the world, I'm not big enough. I don't know enough. I'm, I'm too small to make a difference. And yet each and every one of us has been given exactly the gifts that God knows we are supposed to have to strengthen us to do whatever it is our life is supposed to do with him. You know, we each have a different calling as far as a career. Some of us are married and have kids. Some are single and are living holy single lives. Some of us are called to life in spiritual community as a, as a sister or as a brother, you know, uh, a religious order. Um, many men are called to hear that calling on their life to be priests, to be in persona Christi and to, to work with the marvelous just incredible anointed hands in that grace of God in the sacrament of holy orders. Young men, wherever you are listening today, please take off the blindness and let God speak into your hearts, right? As David, the young one was called and, and he was freed to be able to fulfill the call in his life. You know, it takes away that bondage of doubt. It takes away the bondage of those things that, that keep each and every one of us from serving God in the way that we are supposed to, both by ourselves and those around us. And as I'm saying that, you know, thinking of the beautiful voice of Adam Yubowski in that song, Free Me, that he's going to sing next. Um, take a few moments where you are today, asking God to free you from anything that is keeping you from that perfect plan of your life being fulfilled in God's plan. From Adam Yubowski, known as Out of Darkness with his wife Lori, Free Me. Out of the depths I call to you, Lord, hear my wounded cry. Take this pain as my offering. I'll continue to fight In the dark and despair of this empty world Fill my heart again 
go back to the to these the readings for today when we look at the readings there's no coincidence that we begin in that that time with Samuel you know um, and as as Jesse and his sons came to the sacrifice Samuel looked at Eliab and you know he's saying the Lord's anointed one is here before him and they kept you know saying nope not this one not this one still the youngest stand for him they you know they bring David and, and David is anointed right 
How interesting that what they were, what he was doing out in the field was taking care of the lambs, right? He was taking care of the sheep that were being tended. And then, of course, that takes us to our psalm response, which is the 23rd Psalm this weekend. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. That seems like such a simple little response, doesn't it? We hear it so many times at funerals. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. But if the Lord is our shepherd, there is nothing we shall want. I mean, I think I need to throw that word in there in my own life. If the Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. But is the Lord our shepherd? Are we allowing the Lord to be the one to guide us? Or do we sometimes only reach out when we find those times of need? You know, we kind of go along, go along, go along, and then we need something and it's like, oh, we're on our knees. Lord, I need you. I need you. But when the Lord is truly our shepherd, there is nothing we want because he leads us where we are supposed to go. And in that psalm, you know, he he gives me what I need from the, the refreshment of the water. He guides me in right paths for his namesake. Though I walk in the dark valley, I am not afraid of evil because he is at our side with his rod and staff, not only giving us courage, but leading us in the direction that we're supposed to be, spreading that table before us, in the sight of our foes, anointing our head with oil. And then that last part, only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. If he is our shepherd, if we allow him that, but so many times it's easy to doubt that he truly is the one leading us. Again, the world is so loud and obnoxious and big, and we have to, you know, many times cry out to the Lord, Lord, lead me through the darkness because I'm just having such a hard time um, seeing what it is you want me to see. And then that that thought, even with the blind man, you know, who is he that that I might see him? And the Lord says, he's in front of you now. Those biggest blessings in our life can sometimes go past us if we don't believe. Asking God to take those blinders off so that we can see with the eyes of faith that anything that is causing us to not believe or question that Christ is the one leading us in our life, we need to pull off those those blinders and, and be able to see fully. Open our ears to hear his voice speaking. He's the one in front of you now, right? I think of a song written by a dear, dear friend of mine who years ago went home to the Lord. And I'm speaking of Rick Elias. And I remember traveling with Rick for a number of years after Rich Mullins had passed away and Rick had become much more pronounced in his Catholic faith and the various parishes and conferences and things that we did together was really eye-opening for me when you see someone who loves the Lord so much and yet struggled in a lot of ways with that question of, am I good enough or am I too small? You know, am I good enough to serve the Lord? Because, you know, struggling with doubt because of things that we've done in our past that keeps us from fully serving the Lord and watching Rick, you know, really struggle with that question Why does God want me to do anything? You know, I'm not good enough to serve God. You know, he's God and I'm just me. And it was such a privilege in my life to, uh, to be able to work with this beautiful, holy man. And even in the struggles to learn how in a true and real sense to come deeper into my own relationship with Christ and love him 
even though I felt many times unworthy. Um, and when Rick gave me not only the, you know, the joy of recording his song, but he actually produced me singing this song. He produced the band and I together. So I want to share with you the song that he wrote, and I had such a privilege to record with him. And hear the words of this one today. It's simply entitled, Help Thou My Unbelief. Father, you know me, the seed of your creation, made in your image, with little indication of my poverty. was knit by your hands and born to a life I can't understand
this man. I I miss him. Um, And I know that uh, even as I pray for the gentle repose of his soul, I know that he's praying for all of us who spend our life trying to use these humble gifts in the most true and real way. And so um, in your kindness today, praying for the repose of the soul of Rick Elias and all of our loved ones who've gone before us this time of Lent to give us the opportunity to quiet, to pray, to remind us that we pray for those who have gone before us, even as we ask them to pray for us, that we will all be with our Lord someday together. And now, with this perfect idea today, this perfect focus, that we are to look upon Him, to open our eyes to see the one who is most important in our life, the one who, if we can ask him, even as we say the phrase, be thou my vision, right? Lord, I want you to be my vision. When the blinders are taken off, I want you to lead me to what you want me to see, that you are Lord of lords and and the God of my life. And not only here, but that ultimately you are bringing me home to you so that I will be in your presence, seeing you for all eternity, praising you for all eternity. And as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of Jamie Teton and her beautiful, simple rendition. You know, you're going to hear that guitar start to just simply strum here in a minute. And when we see someone who has asked God to be their vision, as Jamie and her husband Pete have, wow, you know, for so many years, Lord, do you want us to be in ministry? Yes. And they were obedient. Lord, do you want us to pull back from a bit now of the traveling ministry because you've got something else planned? Is that what you want? And he said, yes. And they obeyed. And they began the beautiful work of Sacred Heart Ranch. And for years as they prayed, Lord, open our eyes to the child that you will bring into our life, knowing that as an infertile couple, they needed to have their eyes wide open and their hearts wide open to know that when God would bring this child, if God would bring them a child to raise as their own. And we know in this past year, the beautiful gift of Amelia, who is now their family. You know, they have this beautiful daughter who they are raising in the faith. Gosh, what an amazing blessing. What an amazing gift to sing the song, Be Thou My Vision but to be obedient that as the vision and the things that are to be opened in their lives were opened, they could actually see them. So beyond Jamie just singing about it, think of those things in your life that you want God to make your vision clear with as Jamie sings for us now, Be Thou My Vision. Be Thou My Vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all to me say that thou art thou my best thought by day or by night waking or sleeping thy presence my life 
riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou and Thou only, first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure Thou. the song that's going to take us to the top of the hour, the most important one that we can gaze upon every single day is our precious Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the beauty of adoration. Forms of bread and 
Christ, whose precious blood and body become our sacred feast. Beyond the veil, the gold, the glass, O Lord, through which I peer. Your connection to our treasured Catholic faith all day, every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Hello, I'm Joshua Stafish, a member of Modern Day Parish in Irving and a new sponsor here at KATH 910 AM. I'm the co-owner of Absolute Painting. We serve customers throughout the DFW Metroplex, help them with home improvement projects, both interior and exterior, along with painting, drywall, foundation repairs, and other projects, large and small. I welcome your opportunity to prepare an estimate for your next project. You can find us at absoluteptg.com or by phone and text at 972-375-5100. Catholic Daughters in Capel are hosting their second annual Spring Market on March 25th from 9am to 3pm at St Anne Parish. Kick off your bunny slippers and hop on over with your gal pals for a day of shopping extravaganza. They will have a family Easter basket raffle, fresh baked treats and unique items for family, friends and home. Save the date, March 25th at 700 East Sandy Lake Road, under the clock tower. See you there. St. Joseph is the patron saint of home and family. At My Mutual Mortgage of Grapevine, we support the Guadalupe Radio Network's mission of honoring and supporting home and family as longtime sponsors of KATH 910 AM. We're Bob and Norma Duane, owners of My Mutual Mortgage of Grapevine. We'd be honored to speak with you about all your mortgage needs. We can be reached at 817-527-3166. That's 817-527-3166. We're an equal housing lender, NMLS 265303. St. Mark the Evangelist Catholic Church in Plano has teamed up with the Catholic Charities Dallas Mobile Food Bank to offer food for those in need every first Saturday of the month. Items being distributed include perishable food items from the North Texas Food Bank, such as fruit, vegetables, and other food items. The next visit is on Saturday, April 1st from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at the Smith Pastoral Center parking lot at the parish. Food recipients will remain in their cars and their food will be placed in their trunks. Are you looking for a full or part-time office for you or your team? WorkSuites provides workspace offices for individuals and small team businesses. WorkSuites, a new sponsor of KATH 910 AM, is owned by Flip Howard from St. Thomas Aquinas Parish in Dallas. WorkSuites offices are designed to cultivate a community of professionals working together to accomplish their business goals. WorkSuites invites you to give them a call at 888-312-WORK or visit their website at WorkSuites.com to see if it fits 